Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Hi and welcome back. This is Siobhan Holiday with the Help Me Holiday podcast and today I am covering again uh, conditions of the brain, the neurological system and today I will be covering a condition called vertigo. Vertigo is a, a way of describing dizziness um, and it involves feeling like you are spinning, swaying or even tilting or like you are about to fall or pass out. Um, the dizziness can cause you to feel lightheaded or giddy um, or have difficulty walking straight. Vertigo is one common type of dizziness. So if you have vertigo, you may feel like you are moving or like the room, the room is moving around you, even when you are still. So it can be caused by a number of different problems involving the inner ear or the brain. Um, so if you have these symptoms of spinning, tilting, feeling off balance, uh, what you may notice is that it lasts for maybe a few seconds, minutes, hours, or even days. Uh, it may even feel worse when you're moving your head or changing positions. If you're standing up or you're turning around in the bed, it's positional. It can also happen uh, if you're coughing, sneezing, Depending on what is causing your vertigo, you may also have other symptoms, uh, such as nausea or vomiting, headache, sensitivity to light and noise, double vision, trouble speaking or swallowing or weakness. You may even have shortness of breath, sweating or a racing heartbeat. Okay, so um, some of the common conditions of vertigo um, this typically happens because there's a problem in the vestibular system. And what is this? The vestibular system controls the balance, our balance, and it includes parts of the inner ear and the nervous system. Um, there is a condition called benign uh, uh, positional vertigo. And uh, this particular type of uh, vertigo um, is used to, to describe vertigo that develops due to misplaced collections of calcium in the inner ear. Uh, what you have is episodes of vertigo that are typically brief in people with this type of condition, lasting a few seconds to less than a minute. They can be triggered by moving ahead in certain ways. But once again, this develops due to misplaced collections of calcium, calcium in the inner ear. Uh, it can resolve on its own. This misplacement of the calcium and this condition can resolve on its own, but can be treated effectively with a procedure uh, that causes uh, repositioning um, or the uh, actually getting rid of the collection of calcium in the inner ear, okay? Um, this is done most times in a clinician's uh, office in his clinic. Most of the time you will be following a ENT physician, uh, a specialist that, in, 
that specializes in ear, nose, and throat. So you'll be seeing that type of uh, provider, and they can do this procedure in, in an office. There's also a condition called Meniere's disease, and this is more of a chronic condition, and it's thought to be related to a buildup of fluid in the inner ear. Um, it causes repeated episodes of vertigo as well as hearing loss, uh, ringing in the ear, and a, and a feeling of fullness in the ear. The symptoms can often affect one ear. However, episodes can be severe and last several minutes or hours. It's often accompanied by nausea and vomiting, and the person may feel off balance, and that can last for several days per episode. Once again, this is more chronic in nature, Meniere's disease, okay? Uh, the person can also have weakness in their arm or their leg, inability to walk without assistance, and they can f actually pass out. People with Meniere's disease uh, states that, you know, it's been found that this is m more like a long-term, a, long, a lifelong condition. Um, it's not, there's no surgery for it. Um, Non-surgical treatments are effective in managing the symptoms in approximately 90% of people. So uh, there's no surgical technique, but there are medications that can be given. Uh, there's a condition called vestibular neuritis, where uh, this is thought to be related to a virus, a virus causing swelling around the nerve around the nerve involved in maintaining balance. So people with this type of uh, dizziness or uh, um, this type of uh, vertigo, they, it develops suddenly. It can be severe in nature. It can cause them to have nausea, vomiting, difficulty walking and standing. Some people have also developed hearing loss in one ear. Typically, these problems last several days and then gradually resolve. Although some people have residual dizziness or problems with balance that can last for several months. Hearing loss with this can be permanent. So that's with the vestibular neuritis. And once again, this one is more thought to be viral in nature, uh, a virus causing the swelling around the nerve. And then there's a vestibular migraines okay and these migraines can cause the episode these migraines can cause episodes of vertigo where the person is dizzy uh, most but not all people with vestibular migraines have typical migraine headaches and other migraine symptoms such as the visual aura light sensitivity they feel like they're gonna you know they feel like something is coming on uh, that can either accompany the spells of vertigo or occur separately, meaning that um, people who are suffering from migraines, they may start to feel that this dizziness is coming on. They'll have, have the feeling in advance before they actually, you know, have the, the condition happen to them, the vertigo happen. So the duration of vertigo is variable, but most episodes last several minutes to a few hours. Um, and what do the type of treatments that they give for these migraine headaches? Um, we've talked about before, uh, there's medications that can be given to help with migraines and thereby helping with the dizziness. 
So we do give medications um, um, for the dizziness uh, that you will most 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 likely get from the um, the provider, uh, and uh, that we 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 give for the vertigo. Um, other conditions that can cause vertigo can be head injuries, like we talked about earlier, uh, with people who have concussions. So head injuries can affect the vestibular system in a variety of ways and lead to vertigo. Um, don't forget multiple trauma, traumatic brain injuries because your uh, inner ear is a part of that whole brain structure. It can be affected. Um, the medications that um, there are certain medications that can cause uh, problems with vertigo as well that can affect your inner ear or your brain that can lead to uh, vertigo. And then you have problems affecting the brain like a stroke, TIAs, bleeding in the brain, multiple sclerosis can also cause vertigo. Um, we talked about these conditions earlier and um, they're definitely are associated with uh, problems with vertigo or inner ear problems with and causing you to have dizziness. But you should um, definitely seek emergency help if any of this dizziness is associated with nausea, vomiting, extreme headaches, fever over 100.4 degree Fahrenheit, if you're seeing double vision, if you're having trouble, even your vision is cloudy, you're having trouble speaking or hearing, if there's weakness in your arms or your legs, if you have inability to walk without, a, you know, without assistance, if you're passing out, if you have numbness or tingling, there's chest pain, vomiting that just will not stop. You need to seek uh, emergency help immediately. Um, if the symptoms are lasting for more than a few minutes, if you're over the age of 60, if you've had a stroke in the past, all of these, if you know, un un uncontrolled high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, please seek help. Uh, what are the kind of treatments that we do use for vertigo? Um, treatment uh, for, for this condition, the dizziness, basically we look at the underlying cause, right? So if it's because of one of the traumatic brain injuries or from stroke, uh, migraines, we have to address all of those issues. If it's uh, a virus affecting your inner ear uh, or the nerves, we have to you know, uh, take that into consideration. What is the underlying cause of the dizziness? So um, that would be the premise for how we would treat the vertigo. We can give you medications. They can do procedures like we talked about before, where they're removing calcium out of the ear, the inner ear. There's lifestyle changes. Uh, depending on uh, what actually is causing the vertigo. Some of the medications that we do use when we're treating vertigo are antihistamine medications. We use a medication called um, uh, 
Antivert. Uh, it's a non-prescription medication. Uh, so it's Dramamine. We can give that to you. We can give Benadryl. These medications are commonly used to prevent motion sickness. Motion sickness uh, has underlying dizziness associated with it. So, and it helps, you know, with the balance. So we will give you these type of medications, okay? Prescription medications, we can give um, anti-nausea medications such as Zofran, uh, Finergan, uh, Reglan, but those are prescription medications. Those will help with the nausea. Then we have, we can give you medications, prescription sedatives, such as Valiums, uh, we the Ativans, but these are drug, have, uh, you know, uh, medications uh, that will definitely, over a long period of time, can actually become addictive. So we use these drugs very uh, cautiously nowadays. We just don't prescribe these type of medications because they are um, addictive. They have addictive properties and they can be abused um, very easily. So, but they are used um, for these conditions such as uh, dizziness, vertigo, that's been chronic and ongoing for uh, that's been, you know, affecting people's quality of life. So we will use it uh, depending on the patient and, you know, uh, their, how long this has been a problem for them and if it's been affecting their, uh, their lifestyle. Uh, what other things can we do? Um, there are uh, rehabilitation type therapies that's done for uh, vertigo. And uh, this is done with therapists where they will help the person and show the person how to keep their head stiff and still, um, how to lay down on the pillows, how to limit their movement. Um, these type of uh, training of their bodies uh, to limit the amount of dizziness they have, how they have to take their time when they're getting up from a lying position to an upright position. All of that has to be taught. And uh, once they have learned to adapt to this way of uh, living, they will be able to uh, slow down the uh, or even uh, help uh, lessen the, the symptoms of uh, dizziness. These are some of the conditions uh, that have been, uh, that we've seen in uh, our emergency rooms and our clinic settings. Uh, when it comes to conditions of the brain, the head, the neurological system, uh, I covered a lot of topics for this podcast series. Hopefully they've been helpful. Uh, however, if you still have questions or you're unsure, please reach out to your provider. If you do, do not have one, like I say, after every podcast, you can always reach out to me on my social media pages 
Um, and I hope that this information is helpful. And uh, I pray that you will it, you will be able to use it and um, get whatever you need from it. So I thank you for tuning in and uh, hope for you uh, to join me again on my next series. Take care. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.